the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. Yo, what's good, everyone? Alex Jeteris here with another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. And with me, as always, my buddy, of course, the man with the plan, the one and only, the one and only John Malika. He was out. He was out in Denver. He was in Mile High checking out the orange and blue, not the Knicks orange and blue, but the Denver Broncos orange and blue skylines. But now he's back. We got to get, we get John for now, uh, the preview between the, the New York Jets and the Balt, uh, well, Baltimore, uh, the Cleveland Browns. Think it all AFC North, but we're going to get your takes on the Baltimore Ravens. Before we get into that, man, how are you doing today? How are you feeling? You ready to talk some Jets? Oh, I'm good, man. I'm good. I've I've just been living in this week one loss to the Ravens, as you just mentioned. Uh, we're recording on Wednesday here. The All-22 just came out, so I just watched that. So uh, I watched the game on Sunday in Denver in a huge... Uh, Football bar that was real. They had like crazy sections for all fans. Uh, but it was a huge Browns and Saints section, which was cool, especially the games that happened. Uh, and then I rewatched the game on the flight and then I came and then all 22 came out. So I just watched that. So I, uh, I've officially grieved through the loss. I've, <laughs> I've made it through. Uh, I'm, I'm ready to talk about it and I'm ready to move on to Cleveland, man, uh, on the show. I'm ready to. You know, review week one, what happened with the, with the Ravens. Now a lot of stuff came after that with, uh, coach Salah. He's, he's getting into it with the media, with the, every, my, all my friends texted me, like, put me down for a one receipt. I'm like, all right, sounds good. We'll get, <laughs> we'll get into all that. Uh, and you know, before you know it, dude, it's week two, like the injury reports are out. And we're going to Cleveland in their home opener. They have that stupid logo in the middle. So I, I, the I'm elf into all of it, dude. Was yeah. it Brownie? Brownie the elf? <laughs> Brownie the elf, dude. Hold, he's, he's even holding the football uh, like a dummy. So uh, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to uh, you know start this start this season. I mean, it, it was it was a tough Sunday. So I'm, I'm ready to spin zone. I'm ready to come through to the reality of of some things. And I'm ready to get your takes, man. How how was your weekend, dude? How was your week one? Yeah, you know, I went. I talked. We I talked about it with Greg. Mm-hmm. Disappointed. I thought the defense showed out. Offense was a little lackluster. My biggest gripe was with the offensive line. Then Joe Flacco. I think everyone's pointing it towards Joe Flacco. But as a quarterback who dropped fifty, who dropped back fifty nine times, you know, I I have to put dude. most of the blame. On the offensive line because he had legitimately no time. Sure, we could talk about how Joe Flacco didn't seem like he was, he, he didn't have like the fire under him. Like he didn't have like the awareness, the, 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 the urgency to, to be out there playing that day. He seemed like you had that whole team walking up to the line where it's like, come on guys, you just passed 50 yard line. Like let's get into attack mode. Let's, let's keep these guys on their toes. The defense is doing everything for us. So I get that, that like, that's why I talked about with Greg, but man, I need to know your thoughts. Like, I need to know your thoughts. Do you think it was the offensive line? Do you think it was Joe Flacco? What do you, what do you think about our defense? I mean, we had Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed doing their thing. Like they did their thing, bro. You know, they, it's actually nice to have cornerbacks for a change. Um, 
You know, of course, we had Joyner with the dumb P.I. where the ball was in the area. We had our punter. You talk about special teams. I had to quote you like, yeah, yeah I know. I'm going to hear from when John gets back about our <laughs> kicker, the I punter. I know. I knew, I, I knew you wanted. I was like, this man's going to come back and say, this is why you worry about Brandon Mann. This is why I had concerns about this is why I'd like, and you asked me, would I rather have double doink Eddie, <laughs> Eddie Pinheiro, or do I want to go with Zerline? I said Pinheiro, and now we got Zerline. Oh my God. And by man. the way, so, Pinheiro didn't miss this weekend. And we, 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 this is what I'm saying. We do this every single time. Before I get your thoughts, we do this every single time. We did this with Myers. It was like, yo, Myers just had a, it's, I feel like that's just like hurt the curse that we have right now because it's like the Jets should have resigned Myers. After having an excellent, being a Pro Bowl caliber kicker, and it's like, oh, you didn't take this Pro Bowl kicker, you didn't re-sign him, you're now going to have bad juju when it comes to the kicker. But let's hear your takes, man. Let's hear all your thoughts about Week One. The the listeners need to know about it, man. I know everyone's been. I get. I'm getting DMs. People are like, <laughs> I need to hear John's thoughts. So, what are your thoughts, bro? What are your thoughts about Week One? Oh man. Well, first of all, yeah, Eddie Pinheiro, you're, you're totally right. He did great for us last year. But he's he, he's dunking in training camps and in the preseason, so I, I get why they picked Greg Deleg. But let's just start there, man. Let's just start there with just absolute killers on the on the offense. Whether it's that forty-five yard field goal that he missed, whether that's a twenty-yard shank punt, whether that's Man, 0 for 8 on third down <laughs> till the halfway through the fourth quarter. Three fumbles, two, one for each running back, one for the tight end, which would have been a first down. I mean, come on. Corey Davis, you cannot drop that third down in the first quarter. You just can't. It was the first series. So... You know, let, 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 let's circle back. So Flacco having 59 attempts is absolutely crazy, right? And we, you, you mentioned the offensive line. It's crazy, dude. The thing that we thought was most, uh, I don't know. I, I would say if you had to give me a, uh, a guess to say what's the best position we have on the entire team, I would say our guards. I would say our two interior linemen. Which was Lincoln Tomlinson and AVT, right? AVT switched, which we knew there was going to be some growing pains there. He's essentially a rookie at this point, right? I would just say he's a rookie now. And Tomlinson, he, but he's the all pro. He moved for him. He sucked, dude. He was so bad. And I, I watched it two times now, right? Like the first time I didn't really <laughs> see it, but now I watched it twice. And dude, he was so bad. And Ma- Max Mitchell had a couple of bad plays, but he also had a couple of great plays, including that huge run by Brees Hall. That was all Max Mitchell. Uh, so I, I, I'm hyped about him. I, I don't think Salah has blowing smoke up anyone's butt when he's talking about how Max Mitchell could be a starter. He played really well uh, at some points. Of course, he gave up some plays. He's literally a rookie, like literally his first game. Of course, he gave up some plays. Kalias Campbell is going up against him. That's why we were stopped on the run sometimes. Like, what are you going to do? They even talked about it in the pregame, which I really, Max Mitchell, try not to tell Clyde Campbell he's the man, uh, you know, <laughs> leading up to it. Clyde Campbell, like, you know, he was like talking about how, you know, he's like, yeah, I saw that, whatever. Not great. But anyway, Michael Carter, you can't drop a touchdown. 
you yeah. can't, you, you know, like that's not Flacco's fault. You know what I'm trying to say? Like yeah. Conklin fumbling, the, uh, the two running backs fumbling. That's not his fault. You know what is his fault? That the fact that he can't move, right? I, I agree. The fact that he can't get out of the pocket, but dude, it's not going to be perfect, right? You know, he's Joe Flacco. He's a million years old. He's a statue. Okay. That's fine. So you guys have to compensate for that. Not by going, not by not catching the ball, literal drops. Like Corey Davis and Michael Carter, you guys were with Flacco last year. You're supposed to be the Jets. I would say cornerstone guys, right? At the end of the day, like they're almost our veterans on offense, which is weird to say because right? literally my card is a second year and we just signed Corey Davis and it's probably his last year with us because he drops passes. Like, yes, he made some great catches towards the end of the game, but man, what, what what's really bothering me is it was 10 to three. I mean, obviously I think it should have been at least 10, seven, maybe 10, six. You know, but it was it was ten three going into the third quarter. It was all, it was all good, and that was because our defense was was who we thought they were, including Alex. How bad our free safety is, dude! Our free safety is so bad. Jordan Whitehead, he's he's just as advertised with putting a lick on players. C.J. Mosley, Quan Alexander, and honestly, I was thinking about you guys, Quincy Williams, dude. Absolute beast. This this was the game. This was one of those games. His first game. He likes to do that, right? <laughs> like, let's see it again because our linebackers looked unbelievable. They mm-hmm. were in on every single play. CJ Mosley put hits. Juan Alexander was in everywhere. Quincy Williams is in the backfield. They played amazing. Sauce Gardner, like you said, played great. He let up one catch finally, right? He 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 put up he put a great lick on Mark Andrews when uh, likely uh got a tip ball. Like sure. we dropped three balls, by the way, which were lucky for us, just for the record. <laughs> um, Mark Andrews, he he also got a cat. He got, he got like two first downs in a row because we they they finally found out that we couldn't guard him, and then they just took the top off our safety. Our safety suck, dude. Lamarcus Joyner stinks. He's just talking about retiring, and going to the Jets. Now Jordan Whitehead is out, so we're not gonna have that strong safety. So it might help. We're gonna have two free safeties, basically, which. It, you know, it, it is kind of a catch-22 because Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb are going to eat, right? Our linebacker is going to have to step up like last week, but Jordan Whitehead is not going to be there this time. You know what I mean? So it's going to be Willie Parks off the practice squad next week, it looks like, along with Ashton Lamarcus Joyner. Ashton Ugh. Davis. I mean, the the defense is everything we thought they were. and And including how great the corners, like you said, the linebackers are great. The D-line was amazing. John Franklin Myers is amazing. Q. Will made Tyler Linderbaum look like a rookie. That was awesome. The linebackers, again, amazing. But, dude, whose fault is it? To me, it's not Joe Flacco's fault. Bro, he threw 60 times. That's bananas to me. Okay, that's crazy. It's not his fault. I mean, did he play amazing? No, he had a 15 QBR. He did not play amazing, but... He only threw one pick, which was bad. He also had a couple throws that should have been picks. But you got to help the poor guy out, man. You really, you really, you got to make some throws. Like Garrett Wilson, for example, he was helping him out, right? Mm-hmm. His first, his first catch, I, I, I really still think should have been a first down. He was making plays for him. Elijah Moore, he was another guy that was making plays for him. He was the only guy getting the first downs. Every time they threw to Berrios, uh, you know, you know, out of the backfield, uh, on, on that sort of like out wheel route. 
they made positive plays. Tyler Conklin dropped the pass, fumbled one. TJ Uzama had a couple whiffs. MIA, uh, you know, man. No catches. No catches for CJ. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and a couple whiffs blocking, which was tough. We got sacked when we had an extra uh, lineman in, extra tight end in, which was tough, dude. Uh, I mean, he didn't get any targets. Any CJ didn't get any targets, which is just wild to me. But that's that's another story. I mean, that's so Alex. That's everything we saw in the preseason in training camp. So it wasn't BS. Everyone was telling us that Conklin was the guy. He was seeing all the catches. He was seeing all the catches in preseason, and he saw all the catches in Week One. You know what I mean? And he messed up Mm -hmm. once. No big deal. Let's just get it back. But what's crazy is I, I'm not as down on this team as everyone else is. We our 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 field goal kicker missed a, a, a crucial kick for us, and what, a field because goal. It, it changed the game. Like, and a point extra, I mean, a point extra, I mean, and an extra point. But that, you know, it wasn't crucial uh, at that point. But it, that's just annoying. You just suck, dude. Hit the damn extra point, you know. But he missed a crucial field goal for us. The punter sucked, dude. He couldn't change field goal position. Gave up points because of him. Our playmakers turned over the ball, including Corey, Corey Davis. That's a turnover. You know what I'm saying? By dropping that third down, Michael Carter, that's a turnover when you drop that, that touchdown. And then you also dropped, and then you also fumbled. Brees Hall, you fumbled. Tyler Conklin, you fumbled the first, a fourth down, even though we recovered it. You know what I mean? Flacco, you threw a pick. Though, like, we, we, that's not winning football. We can't win, especially versus the Ravens like that. One of the best teams in the league. You know what I mean? So. I'm not as down as everyone on the Jets. Do I want to see Flacco throw 60 times? And what are we wrong? Like 25 times or something? No, I would like that to change. I would like to run. We didn't even run 20. We didn't even run 25 times. We didn't even run. We ran technically 17 times because Flacco got a carry, but it was real. 17 times with Flacco getting one carry, but it was 16. It's insane. uh, That's crazy. And you know, for as bad as the line was and for as good as the Ravens are, Three sacks, not terrible for for the statue of Flacco. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think our interior D line is going to get better. I think Font is healthy. He's doing his rest stuff. He's going to be good. I think Max Mitchell is going to continually get better. I think our offensive line is going to be great. I think our running backs are going to continually get better. They're great. I think Flacco throwing fifty nine times is crazy. And dude, hear me out, man. Well, moving moving on a little bit to week two. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. If Flacco gets hurt to because of he's a statue, we're leaky in the offensive line, and we're going up against, well, definitely objectively the best defensive player in week one, but Subjectively, one of the best defenders in the league, in general, Miles Garrett. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
if he takes him down, uh, is is the game really going to change between Mike White and Joe Flacco? No, it's going to be the same. It's going to be if our players can make the plays and they don't fumble and we don't turn over the ball and maybe Mike White doesn't throw that pick, then it's going to be great. You know what I mean? So I don't mm-hmm. think it makes much of a difference, which is good for us, at least, Flacco or Mike White. Yeah. If Flacco plays bad, like if he comes out playing bad, take him out for Mike White. That, that, that's no problem. I just don't think that's what's making the difference, dude. I think what's making the difference is the safeties and our playmakers not doing anything on offense, dude. Like the solution is get Garrett Wilson the ball more, get Elijah Bort more the ball more. Put the ball and on everybody Michael hold Carter. on to the ball. Michael everybody Carter. hold on to the ball. Like, yeah, can you we know get, what I mean? Can, like, yeah. are you catching it or you have it already in your hand? Hold on to it. Yeah, can we get like Michael Carter, Brees Hall, Elijah Moore, Garrett Wilson, like get Tyler Conklin the ball? Like, obviously, Corey Davis sometimes. I mean, he hasn't been clutch for us outside of that touchdown pass against the Tennessee Titans since last year. But we need some sort of offensive consistency. And I'm just, I'm with you, man. Like, I'm not terrified of the Browns. We're, we're facing Jacoby Brissett. Like, that doesn't terrify me, but now or never. Yeah. We got to win this <laughs> week, man. We, we got to win. Like, we legitimately got to win. And it's Jacoby, like, it's their second string quarterback against our second string quarterback. That's even playing field offensively, in my opinion, because you're looking at, I mean, th- just to me. We got, we got offensive weapons. They got offensive weapons. We're asking both our quarterbacks to manage the game. Both got solid defenses. It's which second string quarterback isn't going to mess up that much. And considering we have a Super Bowl winning quarterback, if we could just keep them upright and protected, we should be in this game. That's just my thought process, man. Legitimately my thought process. But let's talk about how important this game this this game is against the Cleveland Browns because Robert Sala has been talking about keeping receipts you know uh I agree like I am too I am too he, it seems I know like he pulled it seems, back a little bit today but I am too and he seems like uh but you can feel you can see the New York pressure is getting to him man where he's got to win um it you always talk about it we know it no New York Jets coach is gonna be fired midseason they get a full-on year evaluation. But you can start to feel the pressure coming towards Robert Sala. And I think for him, he should have a fire under his butt because he does need to win. This is the opportunity to do it. Yeah. The Browns won last week. Okay. Thank but God. this is, this is, but this is a team <laughs> where this is a team where we should be able to compete and beat them too. Like th- that's, that's just my opinion. Absolutely. I mean, speaking of the Browns real quick, I was out basically a Browns bar. So I watched that whole game. Carolina stinks. They're so bad. And this was their Super Bowl. So, uh, I'm you don't need no to tell end. me, man. I got DJ Moore in one of my leagues. Sheesh. <laughs> and they have a home opener here. I mean, I'm hoping that, uh, they're kind of run out of steam, uh, just emotionally here from that emotional Baker game. It was like the most important thing in the world. Now they have their home opener with the stupid brownie elf in the middle. I just hope it's a, it's a little too much for, uh, for Jacoby Brissett. But jumping on the Jets, and you're talking about Salah feeling New York pressure. I don't think he's feeling New York pressure on the field, but I would agree with you that he's feeling New York pressure in the media. Oh, like, yeah, for sure. Everything that's the he says, I'm talking about. Yeah, but it's not in the field. It's not like, like yes, obviously if you win, they're going to shut up, and if you lose, they're going to get at you. But now they're just like twisting his words all the time, and like that's just 
frustrating. You know what I mean? When you're at work or when you're having normal conversations and people twist your words or, you know, they just pull one thing out, you know, and, and then they just make that the headline. It's annoying. And he's just getting a little frustrated with that. And he's obviously just frustrated they're losing, right? So he's like, I'm keeping receipts. Everyone that's saying we suck because we don't. And we're, we're you know, we're, we are flipping the switch. And I don't think he's talking BS because, I mean, like, I, we should have a segment, right? Like, you know, whether this is BS or not, or when it comes to, like, statements. And I really don't think it is here because, man, the Jets had a chance to be arguably one of the best quarterbacks in the league, one of the best coaches in the league, and one of the top defenses in the league. They literally had a chance. Like, it's annoying that we weren't able to super capitalize on Ronnie Stanley being out the left tackle for the Ravens who left the first quarter, and Jawan James hasn't played since 2014. Tough. You know what I mean? That's really tough that we weren't able to capitalize more. I mean, John Franklin Myers played well, Carl Austin played well, but we didn't, like, kill the quarterback. Oh, man. But it, it's also Your guy, Lamar Jermaine Johnson, got the sack on Lamar you know, that Jackson. Was hyped. That was nice, dude. That was nice. And, and, you know, at the same time, we're hyping up Jermaine Johnson, Jacob Martin, some plays good, some plays bad, dude. I mean, he 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 was in and out, so hopefully he has a better game. But dude, I I'd be I'd be doing us a dis you know disservice a disservice. Thank you for that. If I didn't come out and talk about Lawrence Cager, dude, what's going on on that first drive, man? <laughs> you know, I thought about on? you until I saw that. I was like, Ooh. what's going on, dude? That was the worst hold I've ever seen. That was the most obvious hold I've ever seen in my whole life. And then on top of that, you just fall down when you try to get the ball back. He literally didn't get a target for the rest of the game. I don't even think I saw him for the rest of the game. Dude, that was really bad. He's on the hot seat. It is on the hot seat. Like, nobody helped Flacco. You know what I'm saying? It's easy to say the quarterback sucked because, first of all, we've been saying it for 50 years. So it's, it's easy to say the quarterback <laughs> sucks. And, and on top of that, it's Flacco. He didn't do anything spectacular. There's nothing, nothing he did where you were like, wow, he had 309 yards and a touchdown. Yes, and an interception. But dude, 59 times you asked him to throw. That's insanity to me. But that's why I put most of the blame. Like, I understand the frustrations with Flacco, but that's why I put most of the blame on the offensive line. Like, he needs time. You also are right. Like, his playmakers need to hold on to the ball too. Like, you can't have fumbles by Conklin, Carter, and, and, uh, Hall when this is like a do or die, like you're in that do or die situation. It's not a do or die game, but you're in that do or die situation. It's 10-3. You're competing with the Baltimore Ravens. Your defense is legitimately giving you everything. And I think on top of that, that's why I'm confident going into this week and the Jets have a good opportunity because the defense showed out against Lamar Jackson. Like that was probably the toughest assignment they'll see this season in a quarterback. And with weapons, man, like a car, a quarterback that can actually Joe Burrow they, and Chase coming in two weeks. So <laughs> I know they, I, I I hear you, but I'm saying like from a quarterback that's completely mobile, like he can just you you, you worry about Mark Andrews. We stopped the tight end very well. We held a, a dual threat quarterback in check for most of the game and we stopped a running game for 63 yards. So how much more can you ask from this defense? And, and we got we, we got that fumble on uh, Mike Davis too. We didn't recover, but that was a good fumble. So the Jets defense is up there. It really comes down to the offense. I'm not worried about our playmakers. The safeties, bro. It's so annoying. 
I'm not. Uh, yes, uh, like Joiner's PI was just the most baffling just, thing to me. And without that, he got burned every time. That was on him. Almost every single like Bryce Hall. People are pissed at him, but he was. That was good defense. It was good defense and it was good catch. I wasn't that mad at him. The, the yeah. thing, the egregious plays were the safety's getting burned. They got burned twice for 14 points. And then the, the game was blown open. Dude, if I have to see 17-3 one more damn time, I can't stand that score. It's it like, like I'm totally with everybody saying this isn't the same old Jets, right? Like George R.R. R. Martin came out. You know, he wrote a little blurb. He's like, it, it feels like it's, a, you know, the Game of Thrones guy. He says it's the same old Jets. People are tweeting it's the same old Jets. Salah saying it's not the same old Jets. Uh, uh, I forgot whether it was Conklin or Uzama that were pissed. Like, this is not the same old Jets. Conklin. Uh, it was Conklin. Like, this is not the same Conklin. old Jets. It's like, listen, man, I, I, at one point, people, there, there, there's, there's one faction of people like, dude, we, we, we've sucked for the last 50 years. There's another group that say we've sucked for the last 10 years. Or 20, right? And there's another group that just says, man, it's the same old Jets from last year. Like, it's the same exact issues. Like, dude, we can't guard a tight end. We can't hold on to the football. Our interior offensive line sucked. But our kicker and our punter sucked. Like, literally nothing changed. You know, and, and the score is 17-3 again. You know what I mean? Like it was literally the same exact game from last. Well, we did guard the tight end this time. We did guard the tight end. That was Dude, Mark good. Andrews had a whole drive. He literally had a whole drive by himself, where he just got first down, first down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he was just getting a penalty. Like he just that was his whole drive. Just Mark Andrews. Like we can't just give seven points to a tight end for no reason. Uh, it, it, we're just so predictable, man. Going down seventeen three, we must we must lead the league. I wish I could bring up that stat and how many times that happens to us. And it's all the same circumstance. It's just like some stupid stuff, like a missed field goal here, a drop there, a fumble there. All of a sudden, seventeen three. You know what I mean? It's, it, it, it's crazy. Well, that's 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 always been, the, and this is where I could say it's been the same old Jets. It's been it's it's the fact that we keep shooting ourselves in the foot every single time. It's the, it's the, it's the, it's the mistakes at the wrong time, man. We've seen this for every era. Every, well, here's the thing. every coach. They we've tell me. Rock. We've seen this before. We saw this with, <laughs> uh, with Edwards. We saw this with, uh, Mangini. We saw this with Rex Ryan. We saw this with, uh, oh my God, who is it? Todd Bowles. We saw this with Adam Gase. And now we're seeing Listen, with Robert Sullivan. They, they tell me, been, they tell the me whole turnovers time. are luck. They tell me turnovers are lucky. So are we gonna are we gonna be able to kind of flip the switch here for the Browns game? So let's get into that. Let's get into this Browns game. I think this team can. I think this team can flip the switch. Six and a half point underdogs. That's insane, dude. I think th- yeah, that's a lot. Uh, I think I they can't believe it. I think they can flip the switch. I mean, it's the Jets. I understand what, you. You got to put. The Jets have yet to show they could put I, a complete game listen, together outside against the Bengals. I, I think I've, that was the a complete game. And the Titans, the, now, two, the two best teams in the AFC last year. But anyway, yes, but I would say the I, Titans. I, starting, game, that was a lot of improv. That was a lot I'm of improv. Starting to, <laughs> I'm starting to, I'm starting to come to the realization, Alex, that people are looking at the Jets on their schedule like easy dub. I'm starting to finally come to that realization. <laughs> How long, how long is it taking you to come to that realization, John? Dude, when I stare at the, when I'm looking at Brissett getting six and a half points at home, like, what the hell am I, what are you talking about? Six and a half? 
Is, like, it, is it Brissett or they believe in a Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb just running all over us, which I don't matter. think that's going to happen either. The quarterback is Jacoby Brissett. He should never be minus six and a half. That's the most disrespectful thing I've ever seen in my life. On the other side of that, Jets don't have a punter. Jets don't have a kicker. And, and they fumble the ball. So I totally get it. And they went 0 for 8 on third down till, till garbage time in the fourth quarter. So I, I totally get it. I'd take that money line though, if I were you. <laughs> oh, don't worry. It's a desperation game. It's already week two. Jets are in desperation mode. Because if Wild. we lose this week, we have, we have a revenge game for the Cincinnati Bengals. Week Which we know that's, that, yeah, that, that one's good. That, look, <laughs> I just saw what happened against the Steelers. They're going on a tear for the next couple of games. All right. We're, we are in. And we'll see. the fact that they, the way that they lost to the Steelers, they're going to win this game. And then you add fuel to the fire where it's like, Oh, this is the team. They're going to murder the Cowboys. Year. They're going to murder oh, the Cowboys, man. And don't worry. They're coming for us too. <laughs> you know, that, that's what I'm saying. Like the Bengals now, like they lost that bad game to the Steelers. Now they're circling their schedule. They got the Cowboys at home with no deck Prescott and they got the Jets. You know, I met life with Flacco or Mike White or an injured Zach Wilson. Like either one is fine. You know what I mean? So I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm starting to come to that realization from the other side here. But dude, let's talk about from the Jets perspective. We have to win this game. Jordan Whitehead looks like he's going to be out. Mm-hmm. We got Willie Parks from practice squad. I honestly, I think we're going to be running double free safeties here, but I mean, uh, DJ Reed, you know, his dad just passed before the game. He found out. Yep. Shout out to him. He had a crazy game. Crazy game. Uh, including him and Whitehead were in on that fumble, uh, causing that fumble. So again, that interception for him and dedicated. And the interception. Dad. Shout out to them. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I'm looking at this game as. Is Bryce Hawk might be back? Cause I don't see him I, on the injured list. I think. Yeah. Bryce Huff, uh, Let's see. I don't see him being designated right now as yeah. injured. So that means he fully practiced. Uh, yeah. So you got Whitehead who's questionable. You got Franklin Myers who's questionable. You got, uh, that's basically, uh, and you got George Font that's still questionable as well. Well, he's not really questionable. He just didn't practice today because he yep. just doesn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just doesn't practice on Wednesday. And you got Braxton, you got, yeah, you got Braxton Barrios with some question, with questionable too. But I think, uh, Barrios is going to be available for this game. Um, he, he had a limited practice today. He has a heel yeah. issue. Yeah. I think he'll be back though. I think he'll be fine for this week. Defensively, I think this team's going to be fine. The thing that I would worry about is Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. I think defensively, our corners are going to be able to hold Amari Cooper, uh, DP, DPJ in check and, and David Bell. So I don't really look at them as threats. I think we're good there. Dude, Njoku uh, and, kills and, the Jets every single year. Every single time. Every single yeah. time we play and the he had Browns, a bad, And he had a bad ends. week one. And he had a bad week one. Listen, every single time the Jets play the Browns, the Browns tight end get touchdowns. Every single year. Every single year they play each other, the Jets tight ends kill us. Like the Browns tight ends kill the Jets, so... I'm ready for so, it. Yeah, I'm expecting him to have a bounce back game since everyone's like, especially in fantasy wise, they're like, oh, well, Njoku didn't do well. So I'm expecting him to have a bounce back week. Um, uh, but I really look at this as the running game between this team. We have to keep Nick Chubb and Kareem on in check. Those are, cause I don't think you're going to trust Jacoby Brissett to try to throw to between DJ Reed and, and Sauce Gardner. And to my knowledge, Brissett hasn't been the guy who can throw over the top that well and connect. Yeah. He's, done it a couple of times, but he's not that lethal deep threat QB. So I'm looking at the running game being the primary focus and from what the Jets did last week, it will be tough sweating, but
but I think it's a manageable, manageable job for this Jets front seven. I think our linebacker core and I think our, on our D line will be able to hold both of them. I'd say I'll give them, I'll give the, I'll give the between both of them between 100 and 110 yards. That's what I'm expecting. Cause I think they're still going to get enough carries where they're going to get that, but that's what I'm expecting out of the running back. But I think defensively, we got the, we got the aerial attack under check. It's now on the offensive side. Can our team do something against their defense? Because their defense is nasty too. I will get Jadavion Clowney and Miles Garrett as the guys honing in on Joe Flacco. And look, man, talk about Max Mitchell. You talk about George Font. I mean, George Font didn't have a great game either. Max Mitchell, he was fine and run blocking. Pass protection was a little rough for him. Definitely. And that's why I look, that's why we're like, Max Mitchell wasn't so bad. I'm like, especially in the run game, I'm like, well, he only ru- they only rushed. 16 times. So between 16 times and 59 dropbacks, it wasn't really a great game for, for Mitchell. But if we can get the running game going, that's really what needs to happen here. Jets need to get the running game going and really get these quick passes out. Cause this offensive line is not going to be able to hold up for that long, especially against Clowney and Garrett. I think what you do is you get Michael Carter, you get Brees Hall activated, try to get those quick screens, quick passes, check down wise. Find Tower Conklin, get the, get Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson involved, get some short routes. If you can do intermediate routes, great, but I don't ex- expect any deep balls in this game. I think this Browns front seven is, is gonna, is here to play and, and we gotta be on the lookout for that. What, what are your thoughts on this game? The problem with that, man, is they were, they did, I mean, I'm not putting much stock into Carolina's offensive line. They did get Iquanu, um, you know, uh, boy from NC State. But mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey didn't run. He had 10 carries last, last week for 33 yards and a touchdown. And then he had four catches out of the backfield for 24 yards. So, you know, they're pretty good against the run. I'm, I'm not expecting much, honestly, from, you know, you know, from just like running through. I mean, Brees Hall is able to, the thing is the Jets have to dominate. Those are pass rushers. Right. Like the way you're talking about, like Jadavion Clowney and, you know, Miles Garrett. So like the Jets have to play to their strengths. You know what I mean? Like if, if the Brown strength is pass rushing and we're not good at pass protection. However, we are good at running the ball. You're right. Like we have to just dominate at the line, kind of push the sticks and get the, get those third and shorts. But on the third and shorts, Alex, we have to make, we just have, to, we have to make the positive plays like Garrett Wilson. You gotta just reach your hand out. You gotta, you gotta get that first down. Corey Davis, you gotta make the catch. Todd Conklin, you gotta hold on to the ball. Even though I saw you try to put two hands on it, you still, you gotta hold on to it, dude. Elijah Moore, you've been getting us first downs. Braxton Berrios, getting us those first downs. Like we, we have to get, we have to. That's the only way. Just small increment steps. That's the only way we're going to be able to advance on this Browns team. They do have good secondary. I agree. Like, I, I really hope that Corey Davis isn't the highest targeted guy again. I think that's a little ridiculous. I think, um, it, was be- I think it was because, uh, how they were covering Elijah Moore to be, to be, I think that they were was all it. Over and, him. Yeah. And then towards the end, it was like, it was Cor- the Corey Davis show. I, that's where he got most of the damage done was in the fourth. I know, quarter. but it was annoying. Like, I, I know it was garbage time, but just like every positive play was to our three boys. Like the three guys that we all honestly have the most confidence in, even though Garrett Wilson's first game, right? Moore, Wilson, and Berrios. So uh, hopefully they can make some plays. Corey Davis, just hold on to the damn ball, dude. 
Tight ends hold on to the damn ball. I'm definitely worried about Kareem Hunt out of the backfield. He gets the catches. Chubb gets the carries. So I don't necessarily care about who gets, you know, the amount of carries and mm-hmm. yards, just all purpose yards. You know what I mean? Chubb is, is good, but we have good linebackers. It's just coming out of the backfield, dude. We, we, we have to make the tackles. You know, I'm not worried about their wide receivers. Sauce Gardner. He's not pitching a perfect game anymore. Let out his first catch, but he's still got a no hitter. No, no touchdowns. Still got the no hitter going for the season. So What's we'll see that? how far he, we'll see how far he can throw this no hitter. It's a low total, which I agree with. I think it's like at 40 or like 40 and a half, which I agree with. That's uh, both teams. It should be a defensive game. But they got the over under at 40 right now. They have, uh, yeah, they got it at 40 right now. So that means. If they're thinking it's about like six and a half, a touchdown, what, it's like 17, 17, yeah, like 24, like 17 Browns, 24, like 17 Browns. Can't do math so that's a cover. Like that. Yeah. yeah. 24, 17 Browns is, 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 a, is a dub. Yeah. And the over. So, man, I, 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 I like the Jets a lot here. Again, they know what's coming down the gauntlet week three. They're 0 and 1. They played a great game. They saw that they're good. You know what I mean? I think that makes a difference. Uh, players are talking about that. And that's it, man. I, I, I think the Jets are going to win this game straight up. I, I think the Jets, I think the Jets are going to turn some heads. I think Conklin is going to play well. I think Uzama is going to get a catch this time. I believe Corey Davis is going to make catches when thrown to him and he's obviously going to get targets. And can they just, just win in September, bro? Can they just just win in September? Yeah, they're gonna be nice. the Cleveland Browns, bro. Yeah, I mean, the Cleveland I need Browns to have never wrote one and zero. Have never the, the Twitter has never wrote one and zero. I don't think they've ever won week one in like twenty years or some crap. Like they're gonna go one and one, man. Stupid Brownie the Elf. No team can win with Brownie the Elf. G- give me a damn break, dude. The Jets did some crap like that. I'd be furious. <laughs> I think the Jets are gonna win this because I think they're I think they're feeling it. I think the team is feeling it, not necessarily from the team that you from the the ownership, as you said, on the field, but they're feeling it from like the beat rise. I mean, you even had Connor Hughes out here saying, "Can you just win a damn game?" Like he, even Connor Hughes is out here saying, "Can you just win a damn game?" And I'm with the man. Like, can you just win it's a crazy. game? I like that's all we're asking for, man. Like, win a game in September, come out, show that you got some fight and some grit in you. Like, that's what I need to see from this team. Some grit, Listen, like punch, I mean, man. Like, fi- like not legitimately fight dirty, but like you got to do everything. You got to scratch and claw to get your way out of this. Like, do that. Show that you got dude, some life to you. Here's the thing, man. We're playing with our second string quarterback against the Baltimore Ravens. I, it's I a tough. You. It's a tough. It's a tough. No, game. I, I, I get that. I get that. Yeah. I get that. But it's like offensively, they could still could have done stuff, right? We're talking about all the mistakes that they had. Now it's at that point. You're. It, this is an evenly matched team. There is no excuses for this. Legitimately, second string against second string. Weapons, like second string quarterbacks with weapons and a solid defense. This is a fair matchup. Let's see you fight. Who wants it more, man? Like who yeah. wants that's who it's all comes down to? Do you want it more? Do I you want you, it more? I promise you the worst part about this whole thing is that I saw the light in the Jets this, this week. Uh that that's what sucks. Like their D line is great, their linebackers are great, their running Fast, backs are man. great, the tight ends are good. Uh, like I, I saw it all. 
Our special teams are good besides the kickers on both sides, which we knew. The safety stink, which we knew. Jordan Whitehead is just as advertised. I mean, what's really, honestly, the most not as advertised aspect of this Jets team and really the number one most disappointing aspect, and it's not Cager doing bad because it's kind of expected from everyone but me, <laughs> um, and that's Lakin Tomlinson. We moved over a left guard who was unbelievable last year, rookie, unbelievable in his college career. We moved him to accommodate for Joe Douglas and Lakin Tomlinson at left guard, and he sucked. That's on, that's my number one, like, that, number, like, I don't know if you want to do this week to week. Um, he's my number one guy I'm most pissed about. I, I, I he's got to make it up to me, to be honest Amen. with you. And honestly, at the opposite side of that, Juan Alexander, like, he, he's the real deal. He, he, he showed out week one, veteran, you know, not making that much money, to, you know, told that he's going to be on a depth chart behind freaking Quincy Williams, right? Came out, he showed out, bro. So for me, I'm most impressed by him and least impressed by freaking Lincoln Tomlinson, man. Tough. Well, Lakey, Lakey. Yeah, get, get out of here, bro. Just block somebody. <laughs> uh, th- I think that we, I think, well, actually, before we, we end on that, does the special teams fix it up, man? We also got that punter. We got a punter in the house now. We got a new punter. You so. know what's funny? I literally messaged my friend as soon as this Braden Man stuff was going on. I was like, Guarantee you he's gonna be injured next week. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. They're gonna, he's gonna, this is what he does. He just gets injured. Every time he does bad, he gets injured. And then we try to forget about it. Comes back, punts well for a couple games, does bad again. This is the last year of Braden, man. We just signed, honestly, some scrub from the Chargers who got cut. So I don't know if we're gonna have better punting. I, Greg DeLake better show out. I'm, 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 I'm kind of shocked that, uh, we didn't pick up Blankenship. Um, who went through, I uh, got cut from the Colts, the kicker from Georgia, the guy, uh, kicker with the glasses. Yeah. Um, yep, yep. and he, uh, he went through waivers. So he's now a free agent. I don't know if he has off the field stuff. I just don't know about, uh, I, I saw Colts fans. I did no research. I just saw Colts fans saying, um, uh, like commenting, uh, if you want a kicker that can't hit for anything over 45 yards, like this is your man, which, we missed a 45 yarder, but I hit a 45 yarder this week. So, hey man, I'll take any. If we can, if we're talking about four. Can we just get a 45 yard? I mean, that's, and we missed extra NFL point. Range. So we're, we are one for two on 45 and under, uh, kicks so far. So right now I'll take blanket chip. So we'll see how that goes. Please. Anything is better at this point, but I think, so funny. but I think that, I think that, are the Jets going to win? Yes. Okay. Jets are going to win. I know you think the Jets are going to win. Uh, yeah, man, I think that covers it. Um, I think that covers it for the Jets. And thank you all to our listeners for tuning in. If you like what you listen to, you know you got to do. You got to subscribe. It's free, all right? You can subscribe on all audio listening platforms. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, all Stitch, you name it. We are there. If you listen to us on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to give us that five-star rating. And if you listen to us on Apple, please make sure to leave a review or comment. We're also partnered with the Jet Press. Well, I'm saying, let me rephrase that. We're also part of Fansite and Minute Media. You can find this podcast on the Jet Press and the Daily Knicks. Also, we got that YouTube channel. If you're watching it right now, once again, it's free. Subscribe, hit that notification bell. That way you know when a new episode drops. And you watch the video, hit the like button. Add to the conversation by leaving a comment. Let us know your thoughts and opinions. Do you think the Jets are going to win this week? You now heard our guy John's thoughts on the Ravens-Jets game. 
Let, let us know if you agree with them. If you're if, you, if we're missing something, let us know your thoughts and opinions on the entire matter. Are we actually gonna get a kicker? Are we actually gonna make some extra points this weekend? Alex, Can you please let us know. I need your thoughts on another thing. What? I got to ask you. What is it? Is Aaron Judge gonna break the New York Yankees record for home runs? What's the record at? Well, the AL slash Yankees one is sixty-one. He's at 61. fifty-seven. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna break it. He's gonna. Break right, it. I really want him to get seventy, but I know I'm reaching. Seventy's tough, but he's gonna definitely go break. He's gonna I break know, sixty-one. He's gonna break sixty-one. But you know where you should place that bet. All right, you know you gotta place that bet, and you know you gotta listen to it to understand those type of bets. You gotta listen to Winning Picks Weekly. John, video producer Greg, and our guy and co-host Chip Murphy. These guys go through every sport possible when it comes to sports betting. All right, so if you need to put money down the line, these guys got you covered. They cover NFL, college football right now, MLB, NBA, you name it. These guys can do it all. All right, make sure to go check them out. They're also on the platform, Knicks, Jets, etc., and they're also partnered with Minute Media. Then last but certainly not least, right now, definitely college football slate every week, NFL full slate every single week. Come check it out. Yeah, for sure. And then last and certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. You name it, we are there. Come on, guys. You can do all that. That's for free. That's how you help us out. Please make sure to do so. We appreciate all you for tuning in. We'll catch you later next week. All right. We out. J-A-T-S-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-